Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, welcome to the Donna and Steve Experience on my talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine, that's me. We got hey Steve there. Patterson, that's him. Hey Miss Dawn McLean joins us for our one every hey day. There. Hey girl, hey. Um before we get to some of the, the fun stuff from over the weekend, I just I cannot even believe that we're dealing with another shooting. I know. I was, I, so I was like offline yesterday. And then at the end of the night, I was on my phone, laying there with Dev, trying to get him to go to bed. And uh, and then I saw, of course, the, the news of the parade shooting that happened outside of Chicago in the Highland Park area that uh, killed six people, injured some 30 people. And it's just, you know, we just want to acknowledge that before we go into mm-hmm. three hours of silliness. Yeah. And it's just so deeply, um, uh, it's just so sad and so troubling. It's And there's no good place for a shooting to take place. But it, for whatever reason, it feels like some places are worse than others. And, you know, when you have a parade and then you've got just a bunch of kids that are gathered and families mm-hmm. that are gathered mm-hmm. for something fun. It just takes a real, real twisted um, individual to to want to wreak havoc on a situation like that. And then there, and then later, and then I, I go onto Twitter to read about that, and I see the video of the Philadelphia shooting where two, I believe it was two um, law enforcement officials who were shot at the end of a fireworks display there, and so you have fireworks going off in the background. And then people running down the streets because they had distinguished that there was gunfire and not just mm-hmm. fireworks. And mm-hmm. just so sad. And I guess there so. were uh, 26 patients at, uh, you know, the area hospitals who range from 8 to 85. Hmm. I mean, hmm. you can't even go to a parade these days. Celebrating our country. Right. Yeah, so it's just so tragic. There's nothing articulate there to say. There is a suspect in you know in custody right now. Just want to make sure that's no. Yes, yeah, so, which is yeah. Um, which is important, but yeah, not much articulate to add to it. It's Mm-mm. just so sad, and you know we feel sad and disturbed and heartbroken, just like you do. Yeah, um, and so with that, we do push on and uh, try to hopefully give you reason to smile and laugh and breathe a little bit today. Hopefully you did have a wonderful 4th of July weekend, all of that, uh, those awful headlines notwithstanding. Uh, let's get to how can we counterbalance this the most is by shifting to Joey Chestnut. Oh, God, that guy's a beast. The hot dog eating competition <laughs> that I tried to, I tried to record it. 
And then I couldn't find it. It didn't record. I was like, I'm going to gather the family, the children. Oh, you were going to watch this gluttonous act? I was going to say, guys, <laughs> this is what you could do. This is what you could do. <laughs> you could grow up and be like Joey Chestnut. And I wanted to hear the introductions again because the guy who is in charge of Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest is just a true character. Remember, Donna, we watched a documentary on oh, him a couple years gosh, ago. Oh, my gosh, that guy. Right. Well, you did. Oh, did you not partake? <laughs> I felt like no. I did because you told us about it. We played some clips. Yeah, it was on uh, ESPN. I think they did a 30 for 34, but it was great. It was very enjoyable. And Joey Chestnut won by some 20 hot dogs yesterday, Donna, but he was still like 13 shy of his all-time record and still was 20 ahead of second place. Wow. So he downed, what, 63, is it? Yeah, 10 minutes, Wieners? 63 dogs. Donna. I mean, what, it's, what do you think happens when he goes home? He's like, he does all the press stuff and then he goes home. Do you, oh, so, I don't what do you think's know. happening there? Do you think I, he's get, making himself sick? I don't know if he's doing that. I think that it's, you know, I wish I remembered this specifically. I used to work on television, and on that show, Joey Chestnut came in studio, and we, I believe, asked him in a roundabout way that question and wanted to know what happens next. I think it's a, as a friend of mine likes to say, punishing the toilet. I think it's a situation like that. That's okay, what I, that, think. I mean, I can't imagine there's he's going to have a terrible stomachache, and the guy's not that big or anything. No, and his biggest competitor, who's no longer allowed in the same eating circuit, is Kobayashi, and he is the size of your pinky. Well, I mean, how about that little woman? <laughs> yeah, oh, she yes. won the. She always wins the women's record. Is she the Black Widow? Is that what they call her? Oh my gosh, I don't um, know. It's just, it's just great. By the way, there was um. There was a protester who came up, a protester from the animal rights group Direct Action Everywhere, mm-hmm. came up on stage while they were all eating hot dogs, stood right next to Joey Chestnut. Now, I'd like you to imagine this. Joey Chestnut is plowing whatever, I don't know, it's probably his 50th hot dog. Protester comes up, holds up sign, Joey Chestnut, mid-dog, sees this protester and immediately gets them in what would sort of be like a rear naked choke, like a headlock from behind, drops them down to the ground, continues eating hot dogs. So yesterday, 60... I have it on my Twitter if you want to just quickly find it. I'm like, he choked him out, and then he just keeps eating. It's insane. He's wearing a Darth Vader mask, the guy. Oh, funny. It's not like, Don, he didn't turn and say, like, oh, my gosh, did you guys see the protester? Like, now I'm all no, shaking up and like, upset. he's like, bam, and then he throws him aside. <gasps> I just then, watched rah, 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 it. Rah, 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 I just rah. watched it. That's crazy. He's just like, oh, no, you're not ruining my moment, buddy. And Joey Chestnut also showed up on crutches and a cast on his foot. Is How this, this a trick? Is this like Willy Wonka and then he's going to roll <laughs> out on the carpet? How did it happen? I mean, I don't know how what what went on and man, but Joey Chestnut looks like he takes jujitsu because the speed at which he gets this headlock and then down and then truly Mm -hmm. goes palm of the hand to the mouth to shove the bun in because you know it's a it's a process with this hot dog eating. They don't take a they're not like ordering their dogs and then saying yeah get some relish on there I want some chopped onions. It's they eat the hot dog then they dip the bun and then they baby bird. Everything. It's a lot. It's Nikki a lot. Nikki Sodu is the woman's name. It's oh, her okay. eighth championship. She ate 40 hot dogs. Unbelievable. Wow. I ate a piece of a hot dog over the weekend. Thank <laughs> you.
good. A piece of a hot dog. That's the most Donna quote that we'll probably get this summer. Thank you. I ate a piece of a hot dog over the weekend. Thank you. Okay. You know, we didn't even have time to get into how terrible the weather was. Um, what a bummer, I think huh? it was like one of the most humid days I can oh. remember. Yesterday, it, I was sitting on my patio for a good two hours with the name, and I'm like, I did not realize it was this steamy out here. But I sat through it and went, you know, it's it feels kind of detoxifying. We lasted about, I think, 20 minutes as a group. And then, uh, and then the kids called us in to do a show, a performance for the parents, and we stayed in the rest of the uh, evening. My laptop shut down for a while. I was wow. outside using it. And wow. then it was just like, well, we're too humid. Crazy, guys. Lots to get to today, well, guys. To, Not just dew point through. talk, although okay. we'll sprinkle that throughout the show. Well, and keep in mind also, it is Tuesday. Tuesday, it's yeah. Tuesday. Okay, yes, it's, everybody, it's Tuesday. It's because I'm talk. like, I don't know where Steve is. He's supposed to be here today. Uh, oh, yeah. I she said to, said Dawn, to I'm me, like, I don't know where he oh, is. Uh, he's supposed to be here. And I go, he is here. He's at home. I see him right now on the and camera. And I'm like, what's he doing at home on a Monday? It's a Tuesday. And a Tuesday, a Tuesday feels like a Monday. Last night before I went to bed, I said out loud to the group, tomorrow is a work day. And I need to remember. I know that right now, but I need to know that because... It just feels like the day after the 4th, you stay up late, you do fireworks. It feels like, I realized yesterday, and we're up against the clock, but yesterday, when the 4th of July falls on a Monday, that is without a doubt the worst day that it can fall during the week. Yep. Because they give, they don't give you an extra day because they consider you already had the weekend. Like next right. year, it'll be better. It'll fall on a Tuesday, and we will get Monday off as well. I'd rather have Wednesday off. I agree. Queen. All right, we'll work it out someday. <laughs> when we come back, uh, we have all sorts of thing to, uh, things to get to. College of Pop Culture Knowledge at 10.30 today. Wait until you hear what Lou and I did at 9.30. Mm. First time in our marriage <gasps> really? that we did this. Uh, that comes up at 9.30. When we come back, we'll wake your brain up with some things that make you go, huh, next on My Talk. Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. You know, we got some fun facts to share with you. Okay. And I'm going to uh, just take a moment to stall. I like it. Spell uh, it backwards. That's what I did at the end of the dirt alert. Yeah, I had to get my thing ready. Listen, it's Monday. <laughs> it's not. No, no, no. It's Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I'm ready. Here we go. Do you remember the original Dream Team? There have been other versions of the Dream Team like since Like basketball? Then. Yeah. Basketball. 1992. Magic Johnson? Barcelona, Spain. Mm. Yes, the Olympics. Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird. Oh, Larry. Larry. You want the mood, Larry? (laughs) All on the same team. Clyde Drexler, Patrick Ewing, Charles Barkley. I mean, it was an unbelievable team. It was like an all-time greats team. And then they got to play against other countries (laughs) and dominate them. It was unbelievable. And America was so far ahead of the curve at that point with basketball. So for anyone who's too young, 1992, the Dream Team was a sight to behold. But get this. Of course, they won the gold medal. They went undefeated. But this is a fascinating stat about the Dream Team. In 1992, the Dream Team, they were so dominant, they never called a single time out en route to winning the gold medal, which generally... Many timeouts, you know, you could get three, seven timeouts called in a single game would be sort of standard fare. Zero the whole time to and through the gold medal game. Wow. Now, that's a fun fact. Thanks, Steve. 
Do you have any more? (laughs) Here's one about ice. Three inches of ice can support one person on foot. Four inches can support a group of people. Single file. And 36 inches can support up to 110 tons of weight. I just cannot believe when I see a truck driving on a lake. And then multiple trucks. Yeah, I don't like it. They're dragging houses out there. I, yeah. <laughs> I, this is the first time when I moved to Minnesota. Yeah. It's the first time I saw trucks oh. on a lake. Oh, is that right? And I'm like, no, yes. we don't do that in Missouri. <laughs> we don't do ice fishing like yeah, with a house yeah. on there. I'm like, what Crazy. is that? That's terrifying. Some people even have like little like heaters and everything in there. Yeah. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. yeah. He has Kenny. a whole. Kenny, I'd Shack. like to get a glimpse into his brain scan of that guy <laughs> he'll let you come into his fishing shack that's what he donna offered. there we go i said there we go no. my friend he goes, you got to come out ice fishing with me i'm like who do you think you're talking to i know I'm, i have neighbors at the cabin too they're like well come on out on the ice i'm like oh hell no i think i would go ice fishing ice. because i th- now when people start running heaters we need to understand that I feel like we're playing with science there, and we don't want to, oh, what's the word, melt the ice that we're uh-huh. relying to keep us up. But the idea of a, an ice house, and, and there are some nice ones, too. Oh, yeah, at the oh. state fair, you can go in and peruse. Oh. Yeah, campers. Yeah. And imagine you roll out of bed, and then you just, I guess, open up a little thing in the ground. Yeah, like so on creepy. your floor. Like I'm telling auger. you, it's yeah. so creepy. You open it. No, no, no. But I mean, like, yeah, you auger through the ice, you get the hole. But then after that, you can close that hole up. Right. At the end of the night, now we're just going to sit around, talk, drink beer. It's just really fascinating to me. Yeah, I don't. I don't need to see what's under there. I don't. He also has a little spear fishing area in a different shack. I think where he, it's just a big open hole, and he, you know, spears them. Wow. Uh, what is this, Survivor? I don't know. He's Jeez. he's very manly, but a tender-hearted man as well. But it, it does nice kind of look like he's God auditioning for a show that's not casting, you know? <laughs> yeah, like Duck Dynasty. <laughs> <laughs> he is so oh, sweet, though, under it all. Week. He really um, is. Oh, he's very good. tender. <laughs> I know. I used to be very afraid of him. And then I believe he sent me an email and said, don't ever be afraid of an asshat like me. That was a quote. He thinks Kenny. you're super funny. Oh, we had a whole conversation nice. for about five minutes how he thinks you're probably the funniest, most talented broadcaster he's ever heard. Okay. The- I'm <laughs> not kidding. Here. Next time these, these calls happen, just you know, goes, do a little three-way call. He goes, what is up call. with Steve? He's like, is <laughs> he really? I can't believe how he's so quick. And Donna, why don't you ever say things? Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Things like Kenny says behind my back. Donna. What? Here's another one. <laughs> the word hello has only been around since 1883. That is the beginning and the end of the fact. It's only you been around since 1883. You better get us more on that. That's all I Didn't it used to be ahoy? Like when huh? people would answer the phone, instead of saying hello, they'd say ahoy. I don't know, because... Am I making that they up? said chips. <laughs> That's what I was just thinking. Are you and, But then you said it out loud, and I, I was going to be serious. You said it as a joke. In my head, it was also ships ahoy. Did pirates used to say ships ahoy? Yeah. What about ahoy, Which maybe? is why chips ahoy. Uh-huh. Oh. Okay. Okay. So you telling me in 1882 people would see each other and were just like, ahoy, or silence until someone started talking. No, I think it just developed the phone. I think people just said, ahoy. When did it become yellow? Like my dad would say. (sighs) Listen, here we go. Yellow. Uh, The dictionary (laughs) says it was Thomas Edison who put hello into common usage. He urged the people who used his phone to say hello when answering. His rival, uh, Alexander Graham Bell, thought the better word was ahoy. Oh. Ahoy was a call used to greet someone or draw attention to someone from a far distance. So that might be across the street. Ahoy there. I'm going to start answering the phone that way. <laughs> I am going on record right now to tell you that anytime you call me, oh, I will be saying ahoy. <laughs> okay. This it's old-timey is... Donna. Hey. Oh, and people love oh, it. Oh, gosh, you guys. No one was ever burned during the Salem witch trials. Anyone who was found guilty of being a witch was hanged. Hmm. Burn her! Donna. What? Sorry. That's old-timey Donna again for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> All right, we gotta go. We're gonna come back, though. Wait, you finished Stranger Things? Steve? We... Come we, on. We did it in a... Record setting, uh, never before as a married couple, I said out loud to Lou, we've never done this. Do you want to do this? And then we did it. I'll tell you about it next. Good morning. Hey, welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071. Everything entertainment. I feel so behind on everything. Guys are like speed watching stuff. This is how I always feel with you. Because... And this sort of goes into what I'm going to talk about here. You, and this is no judgment. This is just an assessment of we have different lives. Very much. And you have a bigger window, I feel, to watch whatever you want, whenever you want, without focusing on, you know, kids and coming in and like, oh, crap, turn that off. Right. So I I always feel like I am behind the pace. I feel like you're lapping me all the time, and I'm just slow runner out there. So we go through Stranger Things pretty fast and part one uh season four came out in two parts the final two episodes just came out on july 1st but the first what was it seven episodes whatever it was came out um at the beginning of june and so we tore through that pretty quickly we're loving it we're just really thrilled with all of it so then we're excited for stranger things season four part two to come out there was a problem which was we have family in town 
Correct. And when our family comes in town, like brother, Scooty, sister-in-law, April, when this happens, they split time at my house and at my sister Janie's house. So they started over at Janie's house. And I said to Lou, here's bad news. Scooty and April are not up to date on Stranger Things, so we're not going to end a night watching Stranger Things with them, nor do I think it would be the most polite thing in the world to say, hey, we're going to go tuck away in our bedroom and watch two and a half hours of Stranger Things. Um, Good night, everybody. I mean, it could be done. They wouldn't care, but just felt like this is the way to do it. it's not the right thing to do, yeah. And I thought, they're coming over. I think they move in like tonight. So we, if we want to get this done, oh, we got to hop to it. Okay. So there was a deadline looming. However, just like as always is the case, we can't start shows like that until all the kids are in bed. And if you have little right. kids right now and lack a touch of discipline like we do, the sun staying out until very late at night and the summer vibes of just not caring as much as you do during the school year means kids sometimes aren't getting in bed until 1030, 11 o'clock. It was 1120 last night. It was a holiday, but still. So, on Saturday night, (laughs) Saturday night, it's 1130-ish, and we, I say, do you want to, do you have it in you to do Stranger Things? And she said, you know, I feel a little tired, but I doubt I will um, fall asleep because I am just so interested. So, we watched the first episode at 1130, finish it at about 1 o'clock. Of course, it finishes at a time, and we're like, oh, man. So good. And we're both feeling alert and alive oh, wow. and ready. But That's impressive. It's, it's 1 a.m. Wow. So I jokingly said to Lou at this point, hey, we've never stayed up until three as a married couple. To my knowledge, we haven't. I don't think we have. I can't remember Crazy a time kids. that we would have done that. We let the next episode begin. It does not end until 3.20 a.m. <gasps> and we did it all. Now, Whoa. Oh, that's Pappy, impressive. Pappy started the nod off a little bit at a couple points, but it was because it was three. It wasn't because it wasn't great. Uh, but we survived. We powered through. Lou never started to doze off at all. We loved it. We thought it was just so well done. Set you up for uh, what I'm sure will be an epic final season, season five. But we I'm just thought it was so enjoyable. So oh, wait well a second. You told. didn't watch all of it in that one night. We did. Donna, we watched. How many, oh, there's only it's two parts. Only two. That's it's right. an hour My and a half bad. one, I but forgot. then the second one is two hours and twenty minutes. Okay, okay. And so I said to Lou, "Isn't it crazy that you know we're having this conversation? We don't stop talking in bed that night, probably until about three forty-five or so. Wow. Then you start to get anxious because you're like, the sun is going to come up soon. It's up at like four forty-five. We uh, we were talking about this, and I said, imagine if at eleven thirty, I said to you, "Hey, do you want to go watch a four-hour movie downstairs?" <laughs> laughable nobody would ever however that's essentially what stranger things is this second part of season four is like a big long movie but it's gripping and it pushes throughout and i like the multiple storylines that are happening which means you never hang out in one area you never overstay your welcome in any one given plot let me ask you this Mm. what time do the children awake no this is a thought take care of the baby this is a a real scooter (laughs) <laughs> we should have. Like, listen, they, we're going to need you to do this. Their trouble is they have their own baby oh. who's up every day at 7. Now, Perfect. Dev... They can entertain each other. <laughs> that's right. We Here's a playmate. Here's, here's some cereal. Okay. <laughs> Dev uh, usually would wake up sometime in the 7 o'clock hour. I think he got up at 8-something that oh, morning. Goodness. And then so the other that was... kids can get up and pour cereal in a bowl. Yes, they are now at the self-sufficient stage, the other ones besides Dev. 
Um, but yeah, it was crazy. It was just wild going to bed that late. So who like, got up with people death? Who do this? That's what Lou got up with oh, death. Oh, and then she went back to sleep after a well, couple hours. Hopefully, we actually brought him into bed with us. <laughs> That's a great. And, and the next thing I knew, I heard him stirring a little bit. And then I was I was operating shows for him, maybe starting at seven a.m. that morning. So we put on Disney Plus, and we're like, "Here, watch this. Here, watch this." <laughs> yeah. And so we're going through shows, trying to sleep. And then I turn at one point, and Lou has decided that she has woken up, and she's now standing with the baby. And you can't Staring jump at in you. at that point and say, "Oh no, no, no! I'll, help, I'll I'll go. I'll take the baby because you have to understand the the human." is already standing the adult is now standing and so you haven't rescued them you haven't allowed them to sleep in they're now alert enough where they're preparing to make milk for a baby and or toddler whatever um and so it was a lost cause so then the next morning was my morning to oh good could sleep in. we glad. try to alternate yes. those that's great. okay so you really like stranger things bottom line. so good so good broke a just record great. right didn't it just break a streaming record for um well most viewed let's see uh yeah uh, it had 7.2 billion <gasps> minutes of viewing time in one week. What? That makes it the highest weekly total for any streaming show, I, I guess, on Netflix or ever. They have the highest two-week total with 12.34 billion minutes. Oh, the my The interesting gosh. thing is that Damn. does not include the second part. So that's data that they got so... from season four, part one which came out what May 31st through June 5th, 5th or something right. like that. Right. Wow, that's crazy. I Whoa. hate how they do their ratings. So I never get excited about the Netflix things because we it don't depends know if on they're lying. Well, and how many episodes company. are there? It's just feels like you're giving me I don't like minutes. I don't like it when you tell me 5 billion minutes were watched because I don't know. Right. I know it's the a math. lot, but it depends on how many people, it depends on how long the episodes are. There are a bunch of variables, but this seems to be how streamers like to brag about their viewers. Do you want to hear a couple of fun facts about season four? Tell me. Okay, so the guy who plays the villain, Vecna, Mm. would take photos of each of his victims to prep for scenes. He Mm. would print them off, his next victim, and he would cross their eyes out and put them up on his wall, and then he would just stare at them. Oh, boy. Uh, When Eddie jams out to master of puppets in the upside down that's not his playing that you hear metallica bassist robert Trigillo, is that how you say it yes um revealed that his son ty assisted with the recording he's oh, in the credits cool. under additional guitar tracks that's that fun. would be yeah i mean think of like the the lead guitar in that song that would be pretty intense for an actor to play that did you hear the journey remix of sure did. separate ways really sure good right did. really cool have yeah. you heard the acapella or the acapella version of running up that hill i don't think so is this from an acapella group it is yeah. oh acapella yes, groups make no, me no, feel you're weird. gonna like this can we play it Tom? yeah okay listen that sounds like music it doesn't sound like voices to me I wouldn't need to say something. No. This is a me problem. I've had this argument with people before, so this is fully me, but I need to be authentic in this moment as well. I know, you're not a big fan. I just can't get there with acapella groups, and I know that that's a me problem. Um, It's amazing what they pull off vocally, that they can do all these things, that there are times when it really does mimic music and all of that. 
there is something about the stagey theatricalness of it, like, if I only could make a deal with God. It's like, like there's the everything theater nerds. Is, well, and I like theater. I like theater. And so I don't know why this doesn't work, but it all feels over-enunciated to me. And it They're always reads. I'm just going to say affected. it. I need to say it. It just feels feels cheesy. It just feels cheesy every time I hear it. And I know that's a me problem. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, there's certain things I don't like. Well, listen, I'm not a puzzle person. Tell me more. Did you just discover this over the weekend? No, I've been. I realize I've been faking my way through puzzles. <laughs> Puzzle love. So like jigsaw puzzles. So yeah. I started this tradition with my friends that I would go away with every year to the shore, and I'm like, "Come on, guys, let's do a puzzle." And you I realized that I don't really participate. All I do is kind of move the pieces around a little and go, oh, yeah, here's this color. This, oh, my so this gosh, prepared. she's fake puzzling. I'm fake puzzling. I'm just moving my hands around. <laughs> like, oh, they're doing all the work. Well, I started it again. We were at the cabin. I was with a couple of friends. And I said, hey, you want to do a puzzle? Fully expecting everyone to go, no, I don't want to do a puzzle. But at least you offered, right. They're like, yes, we do. And I'm like, Mm. oh, crap. So (laughs) I tried the faking a little bit. You know, I probably out of 500 pieces put like four. Yeah. You're just, you're focused on corners and only corners. Right. So we start with the corners. Then it becomes an obsession. Six hours later, we're still doing this puzzle. Everyone goes to bed. I'm picturing getting up to go to the bathroom, and they're at the table at 4 o'clock in the morning. Well, I get up. We spend all this time, another four hours on this stupid puzzle. Brand new puzzle. One piece missing at the end of it all. No. You know how frustrating that is? Hours and hours and hours on this puzzle. Oh, you know, yeah, it was my nightmare. I'm like, I hate every minute of what we're doing right now. That is miserable. Um, Thank you. It's very Donna-esque that it would end without a puzzle piece. But also, <laughs> Donna, is. think of it, though. That makes it a more memorable puzzle experience. Do you remember the time that we yes. plowed away at this thing for You're six right. hours? And in the end, we had 499 pieces. You're right. I've been faking it, though, because I've been, like, I took pictures uh, of the group, and for Christmas, I had that picture, this really cool picture made into a puzzle. <laughs> I did it for my neighbor, uh, Sarah's kid, who, daughter who walks my dog. I, d- I took a picture of her and Buddy, made it into a puzzle. So now I think people think I'm a puzzle person. We want you I to be clear uh, that I'm not. You want to email us? We would love to know. We'll sprinkle these throughout the show if we get some good ones. Donna and Steve show at mytalk1071.com. What is something that you fake like? <laughs> that you just you're you're trying peep you're playing the part but you know lie detector test you're not into this at all yeah, producing puzzles what did you, you say, say Doug? producing <laughs> <laughs> for Donna could be producing for me there was a time that I was like oh yeah that acapella song sounds really good and me no like you that I saw a comedian this weekend named Tommy Ryman at the camp bar in St Paul he had like 
10 minutes that he did about puzzles. He it was did so not. funny. Oh, how serendipitous. Yes, it was so funny. Wow. All right, so email us, Don and Steve Show at mytalk1071.com. Tell us something that you fake like. We are your safe place. Also, when we come back, we'll get into uh, this. It's time for if you see something, say something. Something's been going on with Disney+. Plus. i got to tell you about this. Uh, we'll dig into that, see if it's happening to anybody else. When we return, it's Don and Steve on my talk. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Well then. <laughs> you know, can I call out Disney Plus for a moment? Yeah, do it. Thank you so much. It keeps dropping out. And I just found out that this is not a problem. I thought it was like my home internet. Maybe there's a problem. Then I realized, wait, this doesn't happen when Netflix is on or Hulu is on. This is only a Disney Plus problem where we will be watching something. And then it just, boom, goes right back to the home screen of our Roku TV. And then my sister-in-law, I said, oh, yeah, this keeps happening to Disney Plus. She said, wait, they live in Florida. That's happening to us, too, where we'll just be watching something, and then all of a sudden, it just drops out for no apparent reason. Wow. Um, Ain't that weird? Yeah, Steve. What's up with that? What's up with that? I don't know. Have you uh, experienced it at all? You're probably not watching Disney+. Plus. I don't watch a lot of Disney+. Plus. I hear you, uh, sister. But um, I'll, I'll check it out today and get back to you. Yeah. I, I mean, Anybody else had this problem? tried, like, contacting... Who? Uh, Bob Chapek? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's easy to get Disney Plus on the line. You know what I think I'm going to try to do? I'll uninstall the app, and then I'll reinstall the app on the phone or on the the TV. Maybe that'll work. I love it. Donna, uh, what am I, tech support? (laughs) I have another one I want to tell you. Okay. Do you remember a few, a couple months ago, maybe it was in uh, April, I told you that I was waiting for a flight back from New York, and they said, we're overbooked, and if anybody would like to jump on this flight, or or if you have flexible travel plans, we'll give you a $500 voucher. Nothing. Nobody moves crickets. few minutes go by, and then they say, again, ladies and gentlemen, we are overbooked. If you have flexible travel plans, we are now offering a $1,000 Visa gift card. Like, good as cash, here's the money. Not, you can travel at another date, here's Delta dollars or anything like that. Here's money. Uh, the seats were filled quickly, or the you know they they were able to make amendments to the flight. People said, "I want the thousand bucks," and I looked and thought, "Man, that would have been great." But I'd radio the next morning, or otherwise it would have been like this would have been an interesting one thousand dollar experiment. They were going to put you up at a hotel in New York. You were getting a meal voucher as well. It's pretty good. Well, how's about this? There was a uh, writer for Inc. dot com, Inc. dot com, named Jason Allen who went on a trip to Alaska last week with seven family members. It was it was him, it was his wife, four kids, and then two other adults. And before they took off, Delta offered them $10,000 to get bumped to a later flight. Ten or one? $10,000 for the group Oh, to get bumped. Jason turned it down. That's $1,250 per person for eight total seats. Not travel vouchers. Again, this was $10,000 that they were going to offer to him on behalf of the group in a Visa gift card. 
or within immediate transfer over Apple Pay. It's kind of like, hey, we'll cash app you, essentially, wow. $10,000. This also Ch- happened for uh, flights to Grand Rapids. Wow. Is that right? Yes. Big money? Ten grand. <gasps> well, okay, wait a second. And it was Delta. Delta's where they got deep pockets what? at Delta. Listen, the thing, so did this guy turn them down? He turned. He said it took a minute for him to register. How serious the offer was? Like, wait a minute, are they really? Uh, that, wouldn't would. that be ten thousand dollars? He was worried about how long they would be delayed. Remember, this is a group of eight people total. Mm. He was also worried ah. if their plans that were awaiting them in Alaska would be affected, and whether the ten grand split up eight ways, you know, was worth it. So he declined. Yeah. And then watched a few other people take Delta up on the offer. Instead, he says that his wife is still angry about them passing it up. Yeah, they could have rebooked their plans with the extra money. 20 grand. 10. I mean, ten, no, but two people are going to bump? Eight. Well, no, this is, but this is $1,250 oh, per all... person, oh, totaling no, no, no. in 10000 yeah, for the group. Yeah, the Grand the Rapids thing was 10 grand. <gasps> Oh my no. gosh! Yeah. See, this for a person, for yeah. one person. Yes, the, <gasps> Jason read the story last week. Oh my wow. gosh! To look into it more, but yeah, because it's been going cuckoo uh, with flights recently. I did it for six hundred dollars last year, and now wow. I'm going to Europe in September. Wow, girl! Yeah. Don't get it. But here's the thing, though: if you're flying to a destination where you're going, like say to a family member's wedding, or you're in the wedding, and you know what I mean, like yeah. if it's something. But if you're just coming back from a haunted prison, correct? You just say, "Hey, I'll stay in the airport ten yeah. hours. That's fine." Ten Absolutely. hours? No. She'll Ew. bring out her little flux capacitor thing and start searching for poltergeist. Hundred dollar voucher? Yeah, ten I hours. Did it. It's fine. I just watch Netflix. Yeah, pretend it's a delay. Read a book. And then MC went on. I go, "I'm taking this. Is that okay?" He goes, "Sure. I just don't want to. I want to go home." Listen, yeah, there was a I'm time, fine. maybe ten or fifteen years ago. Early marriage, I feel like, where I was bumped on something going back home to Pittsburgh, and I uh, I offered, and it was two hundred dollars, the yeah. voucher, yeah. And I was just like, "Look at me, beating the airlines today." It was two hundred bucks. Well, great, you know. And MC is now paying for his ticket to Europe, and I am not. Yes. Mine is twenty six dollars. <laughs> he missed out. What do you do? You know, you get the, you, you get the voucher. You get ten hours. If I had to wait three, maybe. I just went into the chapel inside the. I literally oh, was nice by myself there. in there. Yeah. I didn't know they had chapels. And I'm like, I better pretend airport. to pray. I actually read all the different holy books when I was in there. I just kind of perused each one to see what it was like. I, I wanted mean, to look go at into this. one of those. Well, Where it's a great I've place. I've never even seen a chapel in an um, airport. Just, they're they're adding more and more of them. But you better be praying because God's watching. Wow. Yeah, Donna. I did pray I'm a little bit in between each Netflix episode. <laughs> I did do a small prayer. Okay. And thank you, God, for letting me sit in this chapel. That's were you alone or were yes. the other chapel people? No, just me. Wow. I want to find one of these chapels. for a chapel a hot, in an airport. Does MSP Airport have a chapel? I it's got a lot so. of stuff. I Not don't know that if it I'm has aware a chapel. of. Usually it's tucked in a little thing and it's like interfaith chapel. Like you yeah. blink and you'll miss it. Mm-hmm. You know? It was upstairs. Yeah. It's not like it's like right next to the McDonald's. Mm-mm. There's an upstairs? Well, it was a, not in MSP. <laughs> this was in, where did I fly out of? Pittsburgh or? Uh, Pittsburgh International. Beautiful airport. Pit- yeah, I think it's Pittsburgh. Bye, John. Bye. We're praying for you. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Coming in with a dirt alert. Don't go away.